0: these ultra low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands. And are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at hero.co. Hello, and welcome to uh, this week's edition of Stories from the Pack brought to you by Wolves Fancast. Joining me on today's episode, following the success of the one we did uh, with Louise and Chris Cobbold, we're having another uh, pair of people on. So today we are joined by. Paul and Finn Morris. Guys, how are you both uh, today?
1: Fine, thanks. Fine. Yeah, all good, yeah, thank good. you. Just uh, another day in lockdown paradise.
0: All yeah. blend into one, but
1: no, yeah, all cool. doing good, thank you.
0: Fantastic. I mean, it, it's a, sort of, it feels like every day feels basically the same. I mean, especially because Wolves... I, I was going to say, I say Wolves feel like we're playing sort of every week at the moment. We've played all our games nearly for March now, so I was going to say, we almost get a break from for. The... <laughs> general wolvesness at the moment shall we say um but we'll, we'll, as we do on stories from the <laughs> pack um we, we like to sort of just understand sort of a little bit about why people have came to support wolves, some of the interesting stories that have come about from um time supporting the boys in old gold and black and how that passion is sometimes channeled for uh, many for, for many supporters one of the reasons why i wanted uh, to speak to you guys is obviously um finn has his uh youtube channel um which has a very large subscribe i didn't quite realize how big it was up until sort of doing a little bit of stuff um it's up to about forty two thousand, is it
1: yeah it's been a been a little bit of a uh plateau would you say at the yeah. moment but um but well, no, yeah, the growth with, since going into the Premier League has been has been amazing. So, um, so, yeah, it's weird. I've got one of those. I don't know if you've seen those clocks that can sort of do like uh, Twitter followers or YouTube followers. And I've got it there as like a motivation. It's been around the same for a while now. But no, yeah, it's, mm-hmm. it's good. It's crazy. You can't picture like, I thought, oh, well, it's that number. But then you think the Molyneux 30 and picturing that many people. Yeah, it's a, it's weird. I was it's gonna say weird.
0: the fact that you could, you've outgrown Molyneux with subscribers, I think so yeah, is a is a pretty <laughs> impressive feat. But um i to say sort of stemming from that, I know Paul, you're you're a massive Wolves fan. And one of the things when I've been doing a few of these interviews now is um it, it very much highlighted to me the I I guess sort of the fathersome bonding and sort of that experience people often have that when it comes to supporting a club and it almost yeah. gets passed down from generation to generation. Yeah. Um, so I, I guess we'll sort of start with yourself, Paul, um, I guess, sort of pre when did you sort of, I guess, sort of start supporting Wolves? Was it again, very much passed down to yourself or how, how did you kind of come about supporting Wolves?
1: I think for me, like most people in my generation, there wasn't a lot of TV. Um, well, there was a lot of football on TV. So Leeds seem to be the team of the moment. Uh, I've got a funny feeling someone might have brought me a lead shirt. It might have been my first shirt. I can't remember actually wearing it. And then my dad was a Wolves fan and all the locals were a Wolves fan and his dad was a Wolves fan. And then I remember the first time I went to a game, I got chucked over the turnstile in the North Bank to get in for free and someone passed me across. And then that was a bit of an experience, a bit scary, I think, as a kid. And then I remember going back again with my dad and uh, Andy Gray and John Richards were playing. And my dad, of all things, took a cine camera, um, not sure, if we, maybe where Finn gets it from, actually recording the game. <laughs> oh, okay. we recorded, we, Yeah, because you couldn't get the highlights from the game at all. So it was this magical thing to come back and watch the game on, a, on this cine film. So I can remember that. And then I think, um, like most people of them my age, it was, uh, it was that time of despair when you went down to the fourth division and thinking it was going to be the worst thing ever and actually realising it was actually bloody good fun. So the fourth division and the third division, honestly, the memories were just magical. It was fantastic. It was standing in the South Bank, freezing cold, um, just the, the atmosphere and just what it was like. And then obviously when Bull and Much came along and Tomo and everything, and, oh, it was just fantastic. So it, that's one of my memories.
0: It's interesting you mentioned that it was, sort of, I guess, more fun yeah. or you almost made more memories the lower Wolves got. And I've been speaking to someone uh, for another story from the pack that's not out yet. He was saying that when Wolves were in League One back in 2013-14, was like, that's probably been my favourite time supporting Wolves because I got to go to 20-odd new grounds I barely, I've not been to before, new places, yeah. new places to drink and, and all of that. And I kind of get it in a way that, you know, when we were down there, obviously we, we were the biggest team by far when you were in the fourth mm-hmm. Wolves in the fourth division yeah. after just plummeting. But it must have been quite a surreal experience at the same time because you'd gone from, I guess, sort of, you say, the Andy Gray era from when we were, yeah. you know, winning cups to, well, that.
1: Yeah. And I think the weird thing is, is that as we slipped down the table and disappeared, at that time, most premiership grounds weren't very good. And I think the biggest thing I've noticed is now when we are up, the quality, I'm enjoying going to the grounds again. You know, the quality of the grounds compared to what we used to go to. Um, I mean, distinct, you know, things like actually having a toilet or actually having, you know, things like that. It was just, it was just, I, we went, didn't we? Um, I was gone about 15 years. When Bully's first uh, did his, we managed his first game at Stafford Rangers. We yes. both went along for the first game. And literally the toilet was half a drain pipe. <laughs> And we and you literally had to pee against the wall and make it run, run in the drain pipe. And I said to Finn, "This is what football used to be like for Wolves fans. This is just took me back."
0: I was say to I "What went, it
1: was really like then?"
0: I went to Fratton Park oof, when we both both teams were in the Premier League, and it was a proper throwback for toilets. Were like it was just bricked up, but it yeah. just had like a bit of almost curtain, uh, shower curtain before you go in. It's like we're in the Premier League here. It's just like, you know, I've, I've done a few non-league grounds and stuff like <laughs> yeah. that, and it's it's proper. Um, when did you sort of, I guess, sort of bit of both of you here, when did you first start taking Finta games? When did you sort of first start showing an interest in Wolves? Um, I'm guessing sort of, for most people, it's sort of around nine or ten. Was it sort of around that point, or was it even earlier uh, it, for
1: yourself? It was earlier for Fia. Yeah, you me. Like... <laughs> I remember taking him when he was four and right. um, took him along and took him to a game and it was quite cold and I remember you found it noisy he didn't like the mean too noisy it was like right really... yeah and you, you sat there and at half time he said can I go home <laughs> you know, is that it can I go home and I said well you can yeah. I said but well, if you think this is too much then we'll have to wait till you're five until I bring you again and so he sat there for the whole of the second half <laughs>
0: Freezing. didn't want
1: to do that to go home and so yeah freezing <laughs> and I can just distinctly remember that. And then. You just used to come along. And I think it was the whole atmosphere. We were you know, talking about it before, before we came on today. You know, for you, memories were things like going into crowded pubs while I had my two pints of Banksy's yeah. um, and wanting to be in the ground because it was way more fun for you because I was just drinking Banksy's and you couldn't even see what was going on. You know, you had the, um, the thing to look forward to of having a Mr. Sizzle as you got outside the ground you know you had that to walk up to, to, walk forward <laughs> to. but it was strange for you you always yeah. wanted to get in the ground didn't you, where you we always wanted to get the pub yeah but it's as you say like most people's would be nine or ten i can't remember my foot like i just know that i was always there if you know what i mean because from four obviously you don't really recall much mm. i remember like i remember my first away day i did stoke away when i was probably about six yeah and that, and that was cold by the way yeah, so that that, that, that's, a, very,
0: that's very very cold for, isn't it <laughs>
1: Yeah. yeah, and I was going. Well, all the first time I'd seen a police horse, it was, it was a yeah, a lot of a um, lot of new experiences. I learned a lot of new words. Yeah. Um, but uh, but no, yeah, I, I've just always been there. There's a picture. The first baby grow you put me in was the um, the kit I managed to get my hands on recently, actually on eBay, the uh, 1997 away kit, the white with the blue. And you got mm-hmm. me the baby grow version, yeah, yeah. first thing I was ever put into. So it's just just always been. But the, yeah, the first sort of memories I just remember. It was, Mick, I can't really remember a manager before Mick McCarthy, but I, I assume I, I would have been there before him, wouldn't yeah, I? Yeah, he would have been, yeah. But yeah, so he only starts coming to you from about six onwards, from what I can really remember. I can just remember clearly was that my wife was worried about it being too early for him to go and saying he's going to pick up these terrible words. And I said, no, no, he's not. So I used to drill into him, whatever you hear, if you don't recognise the word, home, you yeah. can't say it at home. You can't <laughs> no, say it at home. I remember eight. driving back, we're driving. Golden yeah, wall. But, yeah. <laughs> it is <laughs> and we were driving back home from wolverhampton he must have been about six at the time and he just turned to me and he went dad you know the the ref they kept shouting at him what is a banker <laughs> <laughs> and i <laughs> and i just drove back i was just trying to change the subject desperately not having to describe <laughs> to a six-year-old why they were calling the ref a banker so that's just something that stuck in my mind as well <laughs> some of the stuff you hear you know, you were, you were very good. You never actually repeat it. You knew the rude words. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Very early on, yeah. taking them
0: to the playground. It, but... yeah. I was going to say, it's weird, but uh, with football in particular, uh, very similar, that you'd hear it at the game, wouldn't, wouldn't dare say it at home, in front of your mum, mm. like yeah. say on the playground <laughs> yeah. or whatever. You can, say it in that, you can say it in those four stands and it is fine. It is socially acceptable it, yeah. as a 12-year-old or whatever to say it just about. But anywhere else, yeah. it's crazy when you sort of think about it. But it, it is interesting, sort of. I guess, sort of, for you, do you say sort of your first sort of manager you kind of remember then was um, around the McCarthy sort of era then?
1: Yeah, I can't really remember. I mean, I was probably a mascot without Mick with Gary Breen that yeah. one so I must, It yeah. must have been, was it?
0: Yeah, I was under, I that know. was under McCarthy, yeah.
1: First guy that I just absolutely loved. And now, obviously, I know a bit more about football. And I, I hear you guys talk on the podcast sometimes. It's like, oh, maybe he just ran around and wasn't really that great. But as a kid, I just thought, God, he's running. He's running around so much. And he was when I was mascot once, he let me play on the pitch with um, him, Stephen Ward, and Matt Jarvis, who were doing yeah. a little like rondo. And I was probably about seven. I just fell in love with him from then on. But, um, but you no, know, it really, it's when that era, play. yeah. It's that era that really sort of captured. I mean, yeah, the promotion was perfectly timed, really, for me to really, really get into it.
0: Yeah, see, so I, I guess for sort of a lot of fans, because Wolves obviously, I guess from like the nineties onwards had like these kind of peaks and troughs, as it were. So I, I kind of got mm-hmm. into really supporting Wolves almost that mini era before you. So like my first season was like the first or second one under Dave Jones. So like I really got into mm-hmm. football when Wolves got promoted in two thousand and three so like I can't, I completely get it at that point you kind of just get swept away with it as a as a kid and that's when it like really kind of hooks you in doesn't it um I mean we sort of talked about some sort of I guess fond memories for you kind of going to um the pub when you were sort of knee high uh not really being able to see what was happening how, how have um, your kind of match day routine sort of shifted over time I guess I, I mean Paul you've been going to games a, a lot longer I guess from Sort of when you started going with them, really from sort of I guess from being a, a kid to an adult yeah I think it
1: was quite strange I think that um the match day routine changed for me because quite often I'd go on a Friday and I'd watch them train on the car park before oh, a game. okay so yeah so that was bizarre you'd go and watch them skidding around on this gravel on the car park <laughs> because they thought it was good luck and I still can't believe it now and then they'd, you know, the players would be literally there. And so I'd go across to that and then I'd go across to the home game. And because it, the South Bank was getting so busy, you wanted to get in and stand in front of one of the barriers. Because when there was a goal, you literally shot down yeah. the stadium. So you'd get in there, you know, you maybe take your Bov in, um, you'd make sure you had a good position to do it. Uh, I was chatting with Finn as well and he telling him recently that, you know, one of my fondest games there was playing Leeds and realizing that l- the Leeds fans had thrown that many 50 pence pieces at me, because they're always the sharpest coins, that I'd actually paid for my ticket almost so <laughs> picking them up off-, off the floor, thinking, This is fantastic. This is someone's paying for my ticket. You know, and then but then going there to those games, I, I could just te- and seeing like the bully and Walsh fights that were happening. You know, every time we played Leicester, you knew that one of the gate one of them was going to get sent off, one of them yeah. was going to thump the other one. <laughs> You know, in these days, you'd be banned for like ten or twelve weeks. But the stuff they were doing, and you know, they've remained quite good friends, and they do like different social events and everything else. But it was a proper like man's game, mm. and you could you could do what what you did. You took your fine, you took your red card, and then that's it. You. I suppose on. the ritual as yeah. well. Like, I bet like when you were because we we don't go to pub. But, well, we do on away yeah. days, but as in that pub, I remember it. There was a bowling green at the back, whatever. And all of a sudden, we just didn't didn't go to that anymore. But I suppose. Yeah having a kid that I felt like when I've got a kid, you can't go into the pubs. it be like, right, take him, take him in. That must have been annoying for you, I suppose. I mean, you always <laughs> wanted to be in the most inappropriate time <laughs> to go and there's, there's always a queue and you always wanted to go in a cubicle because you were six or seven. So, <laughs> yeah, so it is, it was, yeah, it has changed quite, quite a bit, that has. Mr. Sizzle's gone, hasn't it? I don't know if he has, no, yeah. I think yeah. it's gone on that yeah. corner. Yeah. I was going to say, it depends. It was, right? Yeah, and it's then it was always cooking, rushing right? into the game late, yeah. I
0: was going to say, it was yeah. interesting, you know, mm-hmm. you mentioned well, that's it. probably a
1: throwback when it. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I was going to say you mentioned that you really wanted to get in early because I was the same. I I I had this thing I wanted to be in there before the players came out fair uh came out of the tunnel to do the warm up. In hindsight, why my dad persisted <clears> with <throat> yeah, we just need to watch him try, need to watch him just you know do do the do the kind of the half sprints yourselves. Then, um, I, I guess uh, either going together or. Uh, separate what what have been sort of the most i guess notable um games or occasions or even periods of time watching wolves yourselves whether it's kind of good or bad
1: i think the games we've gone together some of the latest the last couple of years have been the best memories haven't they but i think for most generations yeah. it will be yeah. it's been ridiculous mm. hasn't it really um, going to these amazing grounds and then um, even sometimes when you've almost beat Arsenal you know they were good away <laughs> days weren't they to almost beat them but you know certainly the two away days at Tottenham the last two yeah, I mean they stick in our mind don't they Yeah, but yeah. equally like I remember you I mean you'll be able to tell the story better of the one as in when you're saying about highs and lows as well but it's like i can't remember who we played but you said i was cry- you can tell it better when i was raining yeah. and i was crying walking back it was yeah i'm sure it was an helping one the first one we take it i'm sure it was first one i took you to <laughs> and i took you back and i've got a picture i think i sent it to, to you today even so just to just remind you and we're outside the car we got back we after to parked at some school just around the corner from from the walls ground got back to the car and we were drenched through you got in the car you were crying you know the mum's your mum's text is he okay yeah yeah he's fine yeah <laughs> and he was crying, he was that upset that we'd lost because everyone had built up this thing about playing the Albion, and, um, and he said, and I, and I remember looking at him saying, Finn, look, you don't have to be a Wolves fan. You know, I've got loads of friends that are support, you know, supporting the big six and they have really good days and they win trophies and everything. You don't have to be a Wolves fan. And I remember he just looked at me with his little wet eyes and just went, yeah, but dad, I am a Wolves fan.
0: <laughs> and
1: I said, yeah, okay. Please remember, I gave you the choice because no one ever gave me the choice. But remember, when you complain another five years' time, I gave you the choice and you wanted to be a Wolves fan. And it was, it's real touching moment. We spoke about it many, many times. Yeah, uh, no, you we? took the picture as well. So yeah. I, I don't really remember it, yeah. but there's a picture of Little I was going to say, it yeah. sounds like an incredible... That, yeah, I think that was a, it must have been a nice moment.
0: I was going to say, it sounds like an incredible, touching, farthest moment of, you know, having your son sort of really <laughs> upset in front of you, you consoling him and then taking a photo of it to remind him about it five years down the
1: oh, That's it, yeah. <laughs> just in case he ever said, well, you never gave me the chance, Dad." Why did you make me a Wolves fan? Just hold still in <laughs> <for> two seconds. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Can um, you just get that tear to go run a little bit more? Yeah.
0: <laughs> just, just get the on. Yeah, it was. And that... Just... <laughs> <I'm> not... <Yeah. laughs>
1: But it was, you know, you'd go to games and we didn't we didn't win that many games, did we? But no, you still kept point. coming and you still wanted to no. go. Yeah, but as you say, like like with have Rich saying, like getting in before, it was just amazing to me. And then like when we started taking Darcy and and my mum would start to come as well, like I, rem- I remember specifically we'd wean her off her Nintendo DS. So yeah. we'd all go as a four. Um, but say she'd play the DS for she'd watch ten minutes, then yeah. she'd play on the DS for eighty minutes, then the next game. She'd watch 20 and getting up like that almost. And that sort of... And now, yeah, she's, she's so Oh, yeah, we're all... <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, yeah, amazing. Too. But as you say, like, I, I pray that I have a moment like that with my kids, that they'll be Wolves fans. Because I see so many little ones now, like, say the dad's a, a Wolves fan, but then they've got a Man United and a Liverpool kit on. them like, oh, God, if mine are like that, they're going to be told from early on. I'm not going to give him the choice. No, no fan. well, <laughs> I, I've,
0: if it makes you feel better. I've got a one-year-old and I've pretty much insisted... She's going to be a yeah. Wolves fan. My my in my in-laws are all big Swansea fans and they were sort of joking, <laughs> oh well, we'll get it. we'll get her a Swansea onesie. And Sophia, I went, No, you won't. Yeah. I went, I I, I I usually I'm very light-hearted. I went, no, no. If I look, yeah. I've had it, everyone else has had it. No. She'll be a Wolves fan. And then got her um, a kit for her first birthday, and then sort of proudly showed her off to my father-in-law and sort of went yeah just, just in case you were wondering no she's wolves she can spot whales in the rugby
1: flag in the ground yeah <laughs> <laughs> say that yeah
0: but uh no it would be interesting to sort of see if she actually wants to sort of take it's, it up Actually, quite that.
1: interesting the only team yeah in fact the only team that finn has. oh you've never wavered you're doing wolves. no i remember the it only team that finn said oh wow I remember, yeah, yeah I mean, specifically, yeah, yeah. it was Roberto Martinez's Swansea when I was little, and I was getting to gra- grips with football, and I thought, they are brilliant, because they absolutely bopped us off the park, and I yeah. thought, why can't we be like that, Dad? could <laughs> be <should> we <laughs> Swansea fans? But no, yeah. It's weird, because... But no, yeah, that's a coincidence.
0: I was going to say, it's, it's interesting that you say that about sort of supporting Wolves, because for such a long time, even... Well, pretty much up until Nuno, Wolves have not really exactly had an identity as a team. And then whenever we played anybody who had any mm. sort of style, you would go, <laughs> "But they're doing. They look like they all know what they're doing." Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I I fully appreciate that. I, I think a lot of people probably had it with teams like one. In Arsenal. I love Arsenal. I have an irrational hatred for them. Um, similar, I, I guess it actually it links to what you said uh, Paul about Leeds fans throwing coins and Arsenal my dad, I got this from my dad who he loathed Arsenal because they used to throw coins because they were the rich London team and him sort of going well I've got my bus pass, my bus uh, money home now um, <laughs> but when I remember seeing them play the first time I saw them play I thought bloody hell like this was like the, the invincible season they all just knew what they were doing and they were just all like just in sync with one another. And we have like 11 blokes and Nathan Blake up front. And it's, how how do you compete with that? Um, You mentioned sort of, um, in in terms of, I guess, the best moments being now, which, yeah, let's be honest, they are going to be for a generation of Wolves fans in terms of, I guess, European games or even sort of the bigger away days that we've done recently. Um, I guess for yourselves, How's that sort of changed and impacted you? Because, I mean, like you mentioned about sort of the Spurs one. I mean, don't get me wrong, quite Hart Lane, the original one was a a good stadium. But then all of a sudden we played a a game at Wembley against them. um, I think it was. And then at their (laughs) new spangled stadium and managed to knock them off the park twice. And, you know, just the level of, I, I guess, the experience you get from going to these Bigger places and even the European ones—it's a completely new um, realm that you get to, um, you get to appreciate.
1: Yeah, you do, and I think you are kind of in awe of it. Certainly, the Spurs—you know, their new place now. It is different. I mean, it's it's such an amazing stadium. Your we beer got didn't out. work though, did it? Felt oh like no, my beer—you know—the beer that feels the the out out that. It was, yeah, shoes, yeah. it wasn't was, it was bottomless, yeah. <laughs> Oh, straight out, but we were chatting to the stewards and they were like so proud of everything. I said, You know, we've got a chance here. Oh, yeah, yeah, all right. You've come here, enjoy your day, and go yeah. home. <laughs> and they were friendly, weren't they? Yeah. but yeah, and you think on that big stage of what you've got, but the passion we, I think the players were slightly over you know, initially, mm. but the passion they've got when it's, I think this is what we're missing now with the fans. When that team has a sniff, the, the fans have a sniff that there's something to do, and you, its is like a pack of wolves, it literally they hunt them down. And all of a sudden you can flick, a, a game will just change and you can just sense it. And I think the players get it. And that's, I think, why we're suffering so much now is they're just missing that thing of the, the whole pack suddenly going. And you could see Spurs, they just went into the shell, didn't they? From mm. playing in the first half, playing all around the place, all of a yeah. sudden they just lost it. I don't know whether, especially in the, were you there at the Wembley one, Rich? It's just, we, we played quite well and then... Um, we were losing at half-time, weren't we? Yeah, it was one, yeah And yeah, then it was second half, there was just constant noise. Yeah. yeah. Just yeah. constant noise. Just the wall around to wander. And you thought, we're going to do something here. Yeah. It's just, as you say, like Arsenal where they have to have Arsenal come up on the screen when they get a corner so that everyone knows to go Arsenal or, and stuff like that. It's just so satisfying to... To go there and... and because we're always sold out as well, it's great when Wolves we'll score because you see people celebrating all around the ground because <laughs> they managed to get a ticket in corporate <laughs> or something. <laughs> they couldn't get with the away fans. And there's people jumping up, it's great mm. to see that.
0: Hey, yeah, yeah. We did it Man United, didn't we? If, oh, yeah, say, yeah, yeah.
1: managed to sneak in and then gave yeah. ourselves away as soon as Matinho put one top in.
0: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I was going to say, I, I've had sort of similar. I went, I managed to, via work, once get corporate tickets for Wolves versus Derby and to be fair it's slightly different with corporate but when you're in a box because a lot of the time it does get you know tickets are sold to well anyone really and i remember sort of looking going okay derby fans derby fans and sort of it, it was when we lost 4-2 under jacket i think it was and i remember sort of phoby scored and made yeah, it 1-1 it was sort of... yeah I was sitting there quietly and then he scored and yeah. I i'd spoken with the guys I was like look we won't we won't do anything stupid because i was like at the end of the day I, i'm i am representing work you know let's and we're all sitting there and, like, yes. and then, like, then you realize don't you've te- split second later go i am not with people i should do be doing this with don't you <laughs> um no
1: <laughs> oh, you were at derby Mm. Again, taking Finn, his first ever corporate. We went to Villa and he must have been <laughs> okay. about nine or 10. And um, we went, uh, I don't know if he advises now, but there was a two of us in the Villa bot. And it's when um, Jarvis, wasn't it? No, uh, it yeah. wasn't. Was it Kevin Doyle scored? Kevin Doyle, I think. Or it could have been Kevin Doyle. Jar- Jarvis and Kevin Doyle together, one of them. Mm. That's what it was. One, yeah, it was, we only won 1-0. And you jumped up. And he was, he, I remember he did a 720 degree spin. He went around twice jumping in the air and then he sat down he went was that too much dad I said well after the first time you went around you didn't <laughs> yeah. have to go around again you were just at that age to get away with it without okay. them not getting annoyed because yeah. you were a child and I'm sat there because I you just about got away with it but I remember you just couldn't control yourself and you you didn't realize I think I'd said before just be calm but you were that happy that we'd gone to <laughs> Villa and you and we'd scored you just couldn't help it it was that natural thing of you couldn't sit on your hands.
0: <laughs> I was going to say that the, the sort of, I guess, the genuine excitement of seeing Wolves play. I, I guess almost at like that perfect point because if you're too much older, it's something that annoys me about watching games, uh, being at games, to be honest. It's when you're not celebrating for your team, you're celebrating against the opposition, and that can often happen, I guess. Uh, you know, yeah. I, I used to sit right next, I was, used to be South Bank right by uh, the Steve Ball stand, and I wasn't caring about celebrating with fans. I was just giving it the big licks to everyone to your right. And, uh, you know, that <laughs> yeah. sort of yeah. um, I was going to yeah. say, we, um, we've we sort of mentioned about away games. And of course, that's where a lot of people have a lot of fun memories. Um, we mentioned about um, atmosphere and sort of, you know, the, the general experience. But one thing that sort of strikes me as interesting saying that is, the change um that's happened at molyneux in recent years and how much more effort that they've made you know i guess around the whole um saturday or you know the fixture as it were
1: yeah they have they, in terms of what they want to do outside in terms of the atmosphere and the fireworks and everything else going off and i think if. Yeah, they've made it more intimidating. Even the simple things at a disco, you know, I think that helped on that one night against Liverpool. You know, all that yeah. like, Liverpool were like, well, what the hell is going on? <laughs> playing all that music. And it just absolutely freaked them out. It did. But it yeah, it's got it's got gradually better, hasn't it? The, helps uh, with the full yeah. stadium as well, just the aesthetic, it has- isn't it, of not having the empty seats. It, yeah. L- helps for the players, isn't it? That everyone yeah. wants to be there, yes. Nice. I just thought of one of our um favorite home games though when that was like the Mick McCarthy time just coming on then was we took two Man United fans who we knew because they were on that unbeaten run and they had to win it yeah. once more. You remember when
0: we beat the best mate
1: yeah. Yeah, I was my best mate from primary school. Yeah. Uh, we, we were bottom of the league they were top of the league and we were like dreading it But we promised to take them ages ago and we were dreading it and you can imagine we were, and again we couldn't help but I mean they were sat next to us and they were like so, so. Yeah, we are in our end you are oh, like from me yeah but yeah. we but like you know you've got friends with you you're trying you did, to be picked calm but you just couldn't yeah. help could you? and we were goading them back on the team afterwards and it was hilarious <laughs> <laughs> I was
0: going to say um, I was sort of following on from I guess sort of catching up to sort of present day and sort of and um, Finn mainly on sort of yourself. So um, obviously, we sort of mentioned at the start, um, your your YouTube channel. Um, when did that sort of kick off for yourself? And I guess sort of what kind of made you sort of do it, really? Yeah,
1: it kicked off arguably about four or five times. I tried different things. I mean, since I was about nine or ten, I was making little videos. Um and t- I was asking my mum mainly, can I put it onto YouTube? And I go, There's absolutely no chance. Because I'd be, I don't know, doing pretending I was in the jungle if I was in a hedge in in the village or something. And a little like little just I'd really wanted to make videos. It was weird. One of my mates would come like after primary uh, after school. Mm. Um and then my first ever video, I think it was 2013, it's still there. Um I played Steve Ball at FIFA. I think it was okay. FIFA 13 or FIFA 14. Um, just on the, like, we were with him, weren't we? And I said, "Kind of record it, it as a little nervous 13 year old? He, he'd never played it before, so I battered him. It was a rubbish video, really, but just to be like, wow, this is like a cool first video. Um, yeah, we you mentioned, Bully said, because when you chose the teams, you thought it home and away walls. And Bully said, no, I want to be Albion. You were disgusted. Yeah, me. I was. will oh, be <laughs> Albion, Steve. He went, No, I'm absolutely rubbish at this. I'm going to get thrashed. I want to get walloped. Yeah, that was his <laughs> quote. I want to get walloped. So I'll be the Albion. Um, <laughs> but uh, so, yeah, I was about 12 or 13 then. Um, and then I started going into like FIFA stuff. And as a sort of naive young person, I thought, hang on, I'm sort of like a, a tiny fish in an enormous pond here, like dropping a, you know, playing FIFA when there's so many people doing it. I thought, what What is my thing and my thing was Wolves like I, the backdrop of my videos were always Wolves so I thought why well, I started doing Wolves videos um and I can't remember it must have I think it was a a Carabao whatever the Carabao Cup was at the time game against someone niche like Newport or something I decided to film it um and it never really picked up and I remember the first big one after a few years of doing it on and off was um Newcastle away when we'd just been beaten four 0 by Barnsley under Zenga. Yeah, actually no, tell a lie. No, no, yeah, it was the same yeah. season. Actually, yeah. no, it was. It, yeah. it was that one, uh, and then we beat them two 0 and that got a bit of traction with people saying, "Oh, look at this kid," because it was such a, a brilliant result. Um, and then Paul Lambert's Liverpool game, and that yeah. was just unbelievable. Yeah. Um. So that gave me sort of like the wow, especially with Wolves sort of getting good. People wanted to watch. I was getting better at editing. Um. And it just went from there, really. And then there was a point in the in the Nuno season where I just I don't know why, whether we we're going through I think that Christmas sort of lull where Forrest beat us. Um and we were sat in the car. This was at the point where we we're all going as a four as a family. And I just wasn't really feeling it. And I, I always credit you for it because it was just me and my dad. And I think it was a game we beat Leeds five, two, or something ridiculous. And I was sat in the car, and said, like, I'm just I don't want to do it anymore. And you basically Said no, you did like not as in it's yeah. just said you've got to do this, there's something there, carry on. And then from then on, I've done every game that I've ever been to. Um, and since the Premier League, yeah, since we've got into the Premier League, and more crucially, Raul Jimenez was signed, it, it's, it's gone amazing, really. It's um, it's been brilliant. And to connect with not only Wolf fans in this country, but a huge amount in the Americas, the South, mm-hmm. North and South, it's been. Been amazing. It's amazing how many come along or come to the wolves and contact you before they get there. Don't they come yeah, coming to England. It's yeah. just yeah, that's yeah, crazy.
0: Honestly, we we've had the same from fancast, and it's probably one of the biggest pleasures I've sort of derived from it. away from like you know all the fun little things that we've done. You know, meeting players, mm. any of that. That's great, but it's when we've had someone message us or people who've followed us and interact with stuff. It's like, yeah, I've not been to any games because I live in. Colorado but you know what mm. I'm flying out in uh, I'm gonna go to the first game of the season can you recommend somewhere to get a drink and it's it's always the best part and that's sort of a, I guess the essence of kind of being a football fan isn't it it is yeah
1: it is. yeah and like, like well this, this summer before um before coronavirus the plan I wanted to go over to Mexico I wanted to do the opposite I wanted to go over to Mexico obviously I think there was rumors of wolves going over to do America yeah. as well for pre-season and stuff like that and yeah, it's a have like people literally the Club America fans literally mm. then, it's like, right, I will follow this guy that's come out of our country. It's almost like Steve Bull. Then, if Steve Bull yeah. had gone, you know, abroad, it would have been it'd all fans, yeah, his, yeah it would have been, been worshipping him still yeah. and yeah. hoping he did well. Mm.
0: Um, but uh, yeah, I would say so. It, it, it was when, when we sort of we sat, signed, um, Jimenez, I remember sort of the first thing noting was sort of like his Twitter follow was like more than. Mm. the clubs and every other player combined it was about three million it was like i don't think yeah you know, I, I know very little about mexican football but i know it's massive there but it seems to like be one of a few places sort of very focused like you don't get lots of players mm. out, out mm-hmm. you know lots of players getting exported and things like that it seems to have its own sort of culture within it which i find quite fascinating with um uh with with um Mexican football um I say sort of with the um blog um what are sort of your favorite memories I think one thing that sort of struck me sort of having sort of um you know them is that how much kind of you include I guess your family within it and I think that does give sort of a very different different element and I think it kind of does bring it back into football isn't just about necessarily you just going to a game it's about everyone you're going with
1: Exactly, yeah, and it's expanded. I mean, to begin with, yeah, it was us four having a having a whale of a time, and it it, it has become, yeah, it, it wouldn't have been the same if it was just me. It, it's it's more about you know my dad saying we're going to win six five, and it finishing nil nil or whatever, <laughs> and and my sister like my sister, I mean, she's loving the attention from it, so uh, so she's she loves it as well. My mum's just I don't know a love for Dave Edwards, then her love for Connor Cody. There's like everyone brings something different, and it, it is brilliant, and uh, yeah, very lucky to have. I don't know a, a family that wants to be on camera and are so entertaining um but I, I, it's expanded from there as well like getting like knowing people through it and then getting their score predictions and just you want to get as much as possible everyone's it's not not so much about life you want to watch the highlights of a game I mean Sky put them out half an hour after the game I'm not really there for that I'm there for the what was it like to be there for everyone there almost and that's why we try to do because it, it's more than even half the game, isn't it? It's about that experience, not just, yeah, if you want to watch the goal from 20 different angles, you go and watch Sky yeah. or you get. But to see the angle of the fans, I think that's what people want to see. As yeah, well. and and you're just, right, yeah. to see the jerk, you know, it's that build-up, isn't it? It's, you As long as you can, in any good film, the build-up builds up all the mm. way to the climax of the film. And it isn't just the 90 minutes. For us, it's that, you know, we're going on a train. What do we talk about? Who do you meet? Who do you interview? Who do you mm. see? It is quite fun. I've been on a train from Stafford before, going down for a game and someone stopped me said you know excuse me he said are you as his driver and i said <laughs> well i'm not his driver i'm actually his dad and he went oh we thought thought you we, oh, we thought he had a driver i said no 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 and they would say is he on the train i went yeah he's on the train could we meet him he Said, yeah of course you can just come up come and see him but it's usually little kids you know they're kind of like they just stick to you just, there's so many it's next children. generation isn't it oh, That's yeah. well you would have been exactly the same if there'd been someone the same I remember you going to see like KSI and YouTubers and things oh, yeah, like that. up, yeah, queuing yeah, yeah. up to meet them. <laughs> yeah. And um, you know, for them it's that same thing of like, you know, meeting someone that's that's doing the like you know, the fan cast or you know, whatever whatever you do. The the kids love it. You know, you are you are like a mini celebrity to them.
0: Incidentally, um I, I have despite doing a fan cast for seven years, I think it is now, I've probably been sort of spotted about four times. I, I kind of I, I go I go quite hidden more often than not it's actually not via the fan cast i i had one earlier this week via linkedin of all wonderful places um because i often sort of contribute to the anfield rap uh, which is a big liverpool podcast and someone popped up on my linkedin who didn't, know I, was, <laughs> didn't know I was connected with and he just sort of messaged <laughs> hi oh, are you rich from the uh wolf's fan cast? um i'm a big liverpool fan i went okay I don't know what to do with this, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it's it's yeah. interesting. Um, let's say sort of one thing um, sort of around sort of YouTube that I hadn't sort of fully appreciated is sort of how many really strong um, content creators there are, particularly, you know, uh, A in the Wolves kind of fan community, but also... I guess beyond that, in terms of I guess sort of general football running, I feel like a lot of the time, especially around fan content, you can kind of get a bit of a not a bad rap. Um, but you know, people when you sort of say about fat football fans on YouTube, they will go to Arsenal fan TV or AF TV to you know, not to get themselves <laughs> in the uh copyright infringement uh, or they'll go to uh, Mark Goldbridge mm. and that for me, doesn't sort of sum up, I, I I guess, sort of any kind of YouTube or even sort of just fan content in general, really.
1: Yeah, it's. I mean, in Wolves, I don't think there is anyone like that. And I think that's why it's maybe taken a dip now because we all succeed from Wolves doing well. And, for example, I watch Arsenal fan TV, AFTV, but only when they lose. I don't yeah. watch when they're yeah. saying they're brilliant. Yeah. And that's that's how they can transcend... For example, I've got a subscriber base of Wolves fans and Club America Mexican, that, that's my pool. But Arsenal Fan TV, they lose a game everywhere, <laughs> everyone in England is going, Oh, I'll watch a bit of that. Uh, same with Mark Goldbridge. I mean, I, the amount of clips I've shown you, um, they're just it is brilliant to like just to laugh at, but again, yeah, it doesn't represent everything that's out there as funny as it is to sometimes watch, but no, yeah, it's I mean. In wolves as you were saying about um favorite ever games the first time i met dave as a party we we been chatting online was cardiff away in the promotion season um, and that was like one one hell of a bonding session for those penalties and so he was helping me with my videos so it was like right i'll film those you film the penalties it was like oh god and then another penalty and just yeah so it's it's been <laughs> amazing game. to to meet people like that because there are there are talented people in the in the uh, what do you call sphere, it? The uh, community yeah, yeah. The, yeah, the sphere. And and there's more and more as wolves do do better and better, there's more and more potential there and, and people will, will come out and do stuff. And it's just be brilliant to be able to get all in, like not on, on Zooms and stuff and be able to get score predictions and stuff and everything outside the ground. Yeah, but your I thing know. as well has been the people that you've met, you know, so like the little girl at Spurs that you got, I mean so many views. I didn't meet didn't. her, she put a middle finger yeah. up to me. Yeah. I didn't yeah. if, <laughs> if you saw that. Oh
0: yeah, was sure it, it she, is in she, in like, was in slow motion.
1: Yeah. You know, but it's those little quirky people you meet or the fan that jumps on your back when we scored a goal or something like that. That's the difference, mm. isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, it's just brilliant. And as you say, like with goals and stuff, I remember clips that have done well were like the cat running on the pitch at Everton or or like that little girl and stuff. It's those sorts of things in football that people want to see. It's like every we see goals all the time. You want to see brand, Yeah. I think going your, mental um Imanez, not Imanez. One, Neves won it against Derby. You put that up quite quick, didn't you? Oh yeah, I was yeah, right behind. Derby, obviously, yeah. there the goal, the volley, yeah. Derby one, and I think
0: yeah, yeah, that, that was a goal people went, wanted yeah. to see. Yeah,
1: yeah, that one wasn't bad, yeah. <laughs> but, and that but, and that went viral pretty quick, didn't it? Mm.
0: Yeah, but no, you are you are right. It's um, it's just about your reaction to a game, Lo- loads of people do that, and you know we all kind of have one, and but. The, I guess the before, during, after. You say that that's what makes a game. It's almost the difference between it being a game and a match day, isn't it? And, okay. um, you know, the, the, the memory, you know, whether it's home or away, the 90 minutes is almost quite a small proportion of that time when it, when it yeah. kind of knuckles down to it, which I find sort of quite, uh, quite fascinating. Um, uh, sort of to wrap up, I guess, more than anything. Um, you know, we've talked about, you know, uh how you kind of come support wolves some of the passions that you followed with it what's it sort of mean to you both to be a wolves fan okay
1: okay so i go the older version yeah here. So got, like, yeah. yeah it's just <laughs> been it's the journey you're on it's kind of like the area you're from really is that you never take for granted if you're doing well and if you aren't doing well you always know there's a better day coming and I think mm. it kind of sums up being a Wolves fan: is that you know you'll go away and just think, if you if you have a bad result, you've been with your mates anyway, and you've had, you've had a laugh. If you go away and you win, and you don't expect to win. It's kind of like a great. I'm going to enjoy this because we're going to lose to someone stupid in a couple of weeks. We're going to beat someone in the top six, and as we usually do, then lose to somebody else. And so it becomes this like in joke. So when you meet a Wolves fan in the other part of the world, and you, it's amazing how many you meet, you kind of always have that camaraderie that. You've been the ups and downs and even, you know, you could meet a Liverpool fan, like you've said, there's Liverpool fans, you know, that say they're massive and they've never been to the ground in 30 years, but they celebrate every win that they have as, as passionate as you and I would. And you just that doesn't feel right to me. As a Wolves fan, it's those ups and downs. I remember um, I went to the um, the Lions tour and it was work, honestly, we told my wife and and I was there. and But I'd got to go and fly to get for the second test. It was on Finn's birthday. He didn't know. I got with all the Lions fans got my banner out, went to take a picture straight away to send him to say happy birthday. Within seconds, there were just Wolves fans coming up to me from everywhere. And they're all rugby fans. In Australia. Yeah, in, yeah. Yeah, in Australia, in yeah. the middle of Melbourne. Yeah, all of a sudden, you put a Wolves head up and a Wolves flat and everybody's there. And you just think, wherever you go, there are Wolves fans. And we've all got Wolves that same experience. that yeah. You know, the highs but and the lows. I
0: was going to say, I think it's impossible to go on holiday as a Wolves fan and not <laughs> bump into somewhere in a Wolves stop.
1: Yeah, I'm normally that guy as well. Yeah, you yeah. I, 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 I <laughs> yeah, do. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You do, and wherever you go, then you you can never be far away. You know, we we spoke about it quite often, have not we? Mm. And I've I've got a wolf's tattoo as well, and some people start you know spot it or they spot your shirts that you've got on, and you do yeah, it. it's it is that, isn't it? The sort of you see a wolf sign, you know, yeah, sort of that sort of. I mean, there was quite a, a potent one recently. Sort of knowing that if wolves are two nil up you're never safe and equally if we're 2-0 down we've still got a, a chance, chance here yeah. it's that sort of yeah we're both sides of everything we're so big yet so contained as well and I think we're just I'm so grateful that my family down the line have supported Wolves because they're the best club you could ever think of supporting yeah i know i'm biased yeah. but it's true and, and it's great fun you don't get bored of success you don't get bored of failure do you it's kind of it's just good fun it's just and uh and it's a real you know everybody is together you look at the you know i sometimes look at our away fans and you just go my god what a mishmash of the human race we are <laughs> but we all support the same football team but we are aren't we you just look and you go my God, we, you know, we're, but we're all in it together. It's one pack is there. Yeah, it's yeah like it the, is literally that one pack. It has been, and it brings you together and you know, you're from the area and you can spot an accent of someone that's got that twang of a Wolves <laughs> fan. And yeah, I just love it. You know, I think you've picked it up as well is that it's a great team to support. And no one ever says, oh, you're a glory hunter. If you're a Wolves fan, No, you know, if you're a, if you're a Man City or a Man, you know, I mean, Man City. I've got some great Man City mates who supported them when they're as bad as us. Um, but you meet certain teams and it's all oh well you would say that but you never get that as a Wolves fan they just go oh I love watching you oh what a great well, team yeah you yeah a bit boring now I love watching you second half maybe
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I have said for a while that Wolves are potentially one of the best clubs to support in the sense that we're not so big as you say that we, you're a glory hunter and you know you, you've don't get to experience the the lows to appreciate the highs, but at the same time they're not tin pot. Mm-hmm. and you know it, it's just taken you know a sprinkle of you know Chinese billionaire investment and links <laughs> to a Portuguese <laughs> yeah. agent to do it. But yeah. you know f- for me it's those teams like Wolves, Leicester to a degree as well. How they've kind of developed your, your forests. I will pick a team who isn't from the East Midlands, but do you know what <laughs> I mean? It's, it's it is those kind of I guess those provincial cities and towns in england that you know Mm. make football what it is but i do think wolves has got something genuinely special about it um as as a club but before we kind of wrap it up and call it a day how are you finding supporting wolves currently i guess sort of partly a uh, for yourselves in terms of your your content side of things it's a very different turn i I completely get it from what we do um but also just how you're finding sort of supporting uh, you know well enjoying the second halves of games at the moment <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> well as you say yeah it's gone from a match day to a game hasn't it and like I was saying with my mates that support the big teams and have never gone I don't know how they've done it for so many years it's but I know maybe they're playing more exciting football than us but that whole thing of not being there th- thinking so many players have never heard you know like your Samedos your Silvers they've never heard they'll come out to a Pat Molyneux they've never heard us in a corner of the emirates and things like that and it it, it just yeah it, it just makes you want to write it off especially the position that we're in you just think right get through this instead of enjoy it and it's like the, there are better times on the horizon i don't know if you've seen but i haven't uploaded since west brom
0: i was gonna say um, i had a look like, <laughs> i had a look earlier so i've kind of had to refresh it just to sort of make sure
1: <laughs> yeah well west brom obviously wasn't a pleasant one that went viral in a wrong sense um I had a few like with what I was doing I had a few people sort of drop out and not want to do it for understandably um and we've taken a bit of a break I mean we filmed for, for Villa the other day and obviously that's, no one's going to want to watch that literally nothing happened apart from Romain Sace managing to, an unbelievable goal line okay, clearance yeah. um <laughs> but but no yeah it's uh it's strange it's really strange and it, it's not it, as much as Sky or BT try and make it out to be oh it's unique and it's not it's badly unique you know what I mean it's just sort of get through this let's not get relegated and and just get back in there as soon as possible I know I can't wait but there's there's definitely signs though isn't there that in a few years we could be a great team and hopefully everything yeah better times on the horizon yeah I think you know you get you get the team back and you get one or two signings get going and the the fans will help so much everyone says it but especially for us it will it does make such a difference for us you know, you know how loud we'd have been at City last week. You know, you've been, you, we absolutely drowned them out. That wouldn't have been that, that wouldn't have been that, that top of game.
0: No, and I think, so with so, there, definitely you not. know, because with, with how ugh, poor Wolves were in the first half and, you know, one, one at time I could just about cope. I've, it was a terrible performance. Weather, having fans there would have just been like, a little bit more aggressive. But when it was 1-1 and we had that like five minute spell where it was like, hang on, we could do something here. It did make me think yeah. if if wolves are in a sta- if, if wolves are in a stadium, but you know if, whether it's that extra five yeah. percent, whereas you know for other, for other teams it's a three percent, let's say, be interesting. But as you say, fingers crossed, we are just a couple of signings away from being really good because um, I don't think we're a million miles off. Definitely, um,
1: midfielder, centre back, yeah, then you're there.
0: I was going to say we, we, we I think I worked it out that if a summer, we can get five new five first team players which seems quite a lot now so we need half a new team but we just need a we need say new centre back new centre midfielder a good sec, um good backup striker cuz I don't think Jose's doing it and a good winger and I think you're pretty much there or thereabouts. But, exactly, yeah. you know, fingers crossed, Jeff she agrees with me in the summer um, anyway. But we'll <laughs> wrap it up there for today. Thank you very much, Finn and Paul, for joining me. And um, make sure, I was going to say, when he starts uploading content again to uh, check out uh, Finn's YouTube channel.
1: <laughs> Thank you very much. Yeah, hopefully soon. Yeah, That's I'll fine. get back to being his driver again. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: was going to say, man, just do, like, you could just do like a carpool karaoke. Uh, Way you just play wolf songs.
1: Mm, just do that. I, I don't, should just drive I've around. just you a we'll really around, good... We'll drive around. We'll get a Mr. Sizzle.
0: Yeah. I feel like I've yeah, just given away you know. a really good content <laughs> idea away to uh, what well, is uh, not quite a competitor, but...
1: Individual players, couldn't you, and drive them around. No, course, their yeah. Memories are, and get them to sing wolf songs as you're driving out. You know, <laughs> I like it.
0: Oh, yeah. I was going to say, I, I feel like I'm going to have to sort of beat you to a punch on this one, but uh, we'll see. Can we do a, <laughs> we'll have to do a collaboration or something instead to share. We will. But, have we will. <laughs> Thanks a lot, guys. Okay.
1: Pleasure. Thank you. Cheers.
0: What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving.